Harvard University is often regarded as one of the best and most prestigious colleges in the world. At first glance, the grind to get into the Ivy League may seem worth it. According to the U.S. Department of Education, upon graduation, the average Harvard graduate can receive a salary of around $83,000 per year, which is around $31,000 above the average national salary, which was around $52,000 in 2018, according to the National Social Security Administration. Welcome back to the Unpopular Opinions Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Lulu, and today, episode three, Harvard is not worth your time. Take your cap and gown off and set down your pen and paper because today I'll give you another reason to enjoy the high school experience and not overload yourself with work trying to get into the best college in the world. Now, first off, it might feel weird taking college advice from a sophomore, someone who just barely made it out of freshman year, but I assure you, I have done my research. There's absolutely no doubt that Harvard is one of the, if not the, most competitive school to get into. According to the Harvard Crimson, Harvard received 43,330 applicants for the class of 2023. Of those 43,330 students, only 1,962 students were accepted. That's a record low acceptance rate of around 4.6%. For contrast, UC Berkeley, a very good and competitive school here in California, has an average acceptance rate of around 17.1%, according to the school. That means that UC Berkeley has just under a four times higher acceptance rate than Harvard. UC Berkeley is already a very competitive school that offers a great education. It is the 22nd best college in the nation, according to US News, and has a gold rating. I mean, how much better of an education does Harvard have to provide to warrant an acceptance rate that is almost four times lower than UC Berkeley? Above that 4.6 acceptance rate already being very low, it is even more difficult to be one of that 4.6%. According to Prep Scholar, a popular website used by students to gather general admissions information about colleges, even though their acceptance calculators are notoriously inaccurate, the average high school GPA at Harvard is a 4.18 with an average SAT score of 1510 and an average ACT score of 34. And this is the average student, not even the best. If you want to have a better chance of getting in, you best be sure that you're going to have to be better than average. Although these achievements aren't impossible, they're definitely extremely difficult to meet. Prep Scholar says that if you have a 4.18 GPA or lower, you're going to have to have an extremely good SAT or ACT score to compensate. As a student with six or seven classes, just to get that 4.18 GPA, you need to take at least two five-point classes, which are generally AP, and maintain A's in every single one of your classes. One B in one of your four-point classes, or even a B in one of your five-point classes will pretty much place you below the bar. According to data from several different high schools, the average workload of an AP class is extremely high. On average, one AP class will assign an average of about one to two hours of homework per night. So, if you are taking two AP classes, just from those two AP classes, you will have on average two to four hours of homework per night, plus the homework you receive from other classes. With that, the courses move extremely quickly and have several major assessments throughout the year. 
And on top of that, students who do take the AP class often opt to take the AP exam at the end of the year. Harvard only accepts AP test scores of 5, which is the absolute maximum score a student can earn on the AP exam. Speaking of exams, you won't be cut any slack with these SAT or the ACT. The average SAT score at Harvard is 1510, which according to College Board, is the highest score in the 99th percentile without yet entering the 99 plus percentile. Getting there requires a lot of practice and determination, all of which you will have to do on your own time, on top of all of your schoolwork. The average ACT score at Harvard is at 34, which is only two points under the maximum score you can get for the ACT, a 36. According to ACT Inc., the administrators of the ACT exam a score of 34 represents the upper 90th percentiles of students, meaning percentiles of 96 or higher. Just meeting the academic requirements for getting into Harvard is already extremely difficult, with a huge workload, as well as a buttload of determination and endurance. However, don't think you're automatically getting into Harvard if you get a 1600 on the SAT and have a 4.8 GPA. Actually, you might, but that's besides the point. Anyways. The college admission scene is evolving, and colleges are putting more emphasis on participation in extracurricular activities such as sports and clubs, as well as life skills such as leadership, more than ever before. According to the New York Times, these so-called ALDC students have an acceptance rate of around 45%, much higher than the general 4.6%. ALDC stands for Athletes, Legacies, Deans Lists, and Children. Legacies basically means the children of Harvard alumni, and children generally means the children of faculty or staff members. The other two are fairly self-explanatory. Recruited athletes can often receive sports scholarships as well as many other benefits over students who do not play sports. And most importantly, Dean's List students will often get in with their amazing work in extracurriculars and other things such as community service, which has greatly impressed the school's dean. So. Staying on top of your schoolwork is just as important as participating in student leadership-related classes such as ASB, organized clubs like robotics, or even just general sports such as basketball or cross-country. Community service is also greatly valued as an extracurricular, so getting those volunteer hours in is probably more important than you think it is. With all of this work toppled together, it might start becoming clear that in order to be able to get into a school like Harvard, it requires a huge amount of commitment and also requires sacrificing more social-related pastimes like going out to the movies with friends or maybe just chilling on the couch for a family movie night. For the average high school student, this may be a deal breaker. You might be thinking, there's no way I'll be able to survive for a week without my friends. Or maybe, the grind is on in Fortnite, not in school. And in the end, the truth is, it is a great challenge. A challenge that some are willing to take and some are not. Partially, this challenge is designed by Harvard to weed out students that may be less committed to their studies. But this is definitely not a bad thing. Just because you can't commit your entire week to schoolwork and preparing for college doesn't mean that you're a bad student. Sure, it is true that Harvard graduates probably have a higher chance of getting a better job than you, but is that satisfaction really worth the sacrifice? You'll start losing those hilarious moments with your friends that you'll remember for the rest of your lives. You'll start losing those memorable game nights with your family. We spend all our lives preparing for the unforeseeable future, which all inevitably ends with retirement. 
if you think about it, all of the work you do is for your retirement. You go to school to get a degree so you can get a job, so you can make money, so you can be happy when you retire. But after all, you really only live once. You only ever go to high school once. And it's your choice if in your retirement you want to be able to look back on fond memories of your childhood or look back on a successful life in the eyes of society. And that will wrap it up for today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you made it this far and like what you heard, please consider giving me a follow if you're listening on Spotify. As usual, make sure to check out all my socials. They'll be linked in the description. This has been the Unpopular Opinion Podcast, and I'm Sean Lilly, signing off for Scott Center. Until next time, peace and happy studies.